What if? What if the struggle isn't real? What if everything you've been told is impossible is actually deliciously feasible? What if you could work anywhere, travel, find your purpose, all while growing your wealth and not spending it? Welcome to the Struggle Isn't Real podcast. I'm Cody Sanchez Baker, and, and my job here is to share how normal people have self-designed their lives, relationships, jobs, and bodies. The question to ask yourself is simply this, what if it was easy? Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Struggle Isn't Real. Typically, what I do on here is pull in humans that I find interesting. I pull in people just like you and I that have a niche expertise that they're able to share with you, that are defining the lives that they desire, and that have ways that we can actionably create our lifestyle in a way that is actually much easier than most people tell us it is. But today, we're going to have a little bit of a different focus. We're going to have a how-to today. And this is because I just spoke with a group of, of bloggers two weeks ago about strategic networks and whale hunting. And one of the questions I got pretty consistently was social media networks, how to grow them, how to focus on it, how to bring in uh, more likes and comments and engagements. And I have two comments to that. One, there is a very specific strategy for doing all of that. It's one I experiment with currently, and, and it's something that we can talk about at a later date. But secondly, my first question is, before you ask the how, you have to ask the why. And when I look at social media networks, I see a lot of question marks in the why. We need to be on there. We need to have some engagement, but I truly believe it is not where you should be spending a majority of your time in almost any instance. And and I get that that is kind of controversial because social networking is all the rage. It's how brands judge payments. It's how some of us judge the importance or reach of a person or brand. But here's my problem with it. Social media day-to-day engagement and networks are all about quantity, not quality. You can buy followers, you can buy shout outs, you can manipulate to the max. But the main question that you should ask yourself is, Would you rather be known by the guy on the street corner, your barista, other salespeople, other employees, or would you rather be known by thought leaders, CEOs, power players, and people who are in the world making a big impact? My CEO from my company always says, you know, let's let's get rich quietly, or we're looking to be rich, not famous. And I think he's on to something. It's not about monetary richness all the time. It's not about fame ego. It's about richness of life, richness in your network surrounding you. Yes, of course, richness in your bank account. But we're looking for richness and quality, not recognition, fame, and quantity. I mean, if you think about it, I really question my patience and civility if everywhere I went, someone was following me, commenting about something, uh, or trying to engage with you. Fame is not something that I seek. But being known by the right crowds very admittedly is something I seek. So I think you have three problems if you're focusing all of your efforts on social media networks. One, you are trying to attract as many humans as possible to you and largely unconcerned about who is at the other end, as long as you're seeing those likes and follows and tweets add up. And two, you don't actually own those networks. Instagram Stories is a great example. Mark Zuckerberg, who, you know, CEO of Facebook, now owns Instagram as well, decided in one data upgrade to seriously hinder the viability of Snapchat. 
maybe not that big of a deal to most people, but what about DJ Khaled, who is one of the most followed on Snapchat, but has less than one third of those followers on Instagram? So his network and reach with the touch of a button in seconds by Instagram potentially has less value. So think about all the effort and energy that goes into growing the platform you choose. Do you pause and realize that you are growing someone else's followers? Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, you own none of them. You could be kicked off at any point. They could restructure the system. And in life, I think we can only be guaranteed of three things. Death, taxes, and change, I would say. So assume that eventually all of these platforms will go the way of MySpace. You know, what happened to your MySpace followers? For millennials, did you even ever use it? Uh, Do you know what it is? It was arguably one of the first social networks and largely successful at the time that really faded quietly into the night when Facebook took over. So all of those that had spent their time building that as opposed to owning their own network, what did they achieve? And so the last problem is this, who are your followers? So when you build a strategic network with movers and shakers, each each connection is potentially a three standard deviation event. And what do I mean by that? That means when you are highlighted by Elon Musk, Seth Godin, when you sit down with your congressman, major shifts can happen in your business, in your life, in your career trajectory. Large standard deviation events mean that the outliers, the unlikely big jumps, changes, and non-normal moves actually become kind of normal. So social media growth is just much more tactical. It's everyday posting, liking, in the trenches, engaging in order to entice someone to follow you. And there is a place for that, but I talk a lot about whale hunting and going into the depths because the fishing is best where the fewest go and most people are confined to the shallows. The shallows, my friends, are a majority of social media engagement. So I am all about strategic connections. That is the law of the universe. It's the 80-20 rule or the Pareto principle. If you don't know what those are, In this context, it basically means that 80% of your revenue, relevance, and positive growth comes from 20% of your contacts, clients, etc. And this is key. If you remember nothing else, remember that in life, it's fascinating. You can find it in almost any instance. 80% of any output is usually derived from 20% of any input. And so if you're a salesperson, that means 80% of your money typically comes from your best 20% of your clients. If you're a business, same principle applies. And so if we think about it that way, and we think that social media is a part of the business, but not a main focus every single day, what's the solution? And and here I think you have three solutions that will stick with you through life and help you grow into a person of, of power. Um, And my first solution is to own your email database, to treasure it, to nurture it, and to grow it. To use the other platforms and social media almost exclusively to grow said email database. If you want to hear how I do it specifically, let me know on at Cody underscore Sanchez on Twitter or at Cody Sanchez on Instagram, and I'll write out how I've grown three email databases. And again, there's a little bit of a quantity game here. 
one database. I have over 12,000 names. And this is in my investment business. And these are of humans who in total manage trillions of dollars of wealth. And so let that soak in. Yes, there's 12,000 names, which is great. But who are those names? Those names are tied to the wealth of nations, right? So I have a list of names, or my company does, of humans that move mountains. So that is quantity and quality. And then I also have two other databases, both over 1,500, something like that but with names relevant to fashion and strategy. So at my little fingertips, I am able to touch thousands as I so choose, not as a platform chooses, and guess what? Nobody can take those names away from me. So if you're able to first own your own network with your email database, the second thing you gotta do is create a system for strategic client relationship management or CRM. If you go to Cody, uh, www.codysanchez.com slash you can hear very straightforward that if you accumulate this over weeks and months and years, you are going to have a powerful circle around you. And then the third thing that you've got to do is remember that Pareto's law. Look for the 20%. Engage with the change makers and really even think about cutting out anyone who falls within that 80% in order to focus on finding the bigger fish, right? And and I say, if you do this, you're going to watch not only your strategic network explode, but your online presence explode as well, because there is a leverage and a magic that happens when people who are making change all connect. So with that, if you want more on this, subscribe to my newsletter at CodySanchez.com. I've got all sorts of weekly tips and tricks on how to do this and more, and, and specifically how to define the lifestyle that you want in a way that is much easier than people keep telling us that it should be. Thanks again, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and check out the Monday Slay newsletter, newsletter on Monday.